Today's guest has a passion for business, a passion for life, and a huge passion for putting on lycra, getting on a push bike, riding it everywhere, and then doing a big swim and a big run afterwards. He's a triathlon guru. Uh, Maybe not guru, but man, he's done some amazing runs. And some of the lessons he gets from his triathlons, he applies to his business and to that of his clients. We're talking about Anton Guinea. So let's go to the podcast and hear what he's got to say about success in life, business, and triathlons. Welcome to the Get More Success Show. He's a guy who never measured a man's success by the size of his wife. It's showtime. 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 And now, here is your host, Warwick Mary. Welcome back to another episode of the Get More Success Show. I'm your host, Warwick Merry. Hey, now today we're talking to a man who is, well, he's out there. Like he's out there like there's no tomorrow. He is running marathons, doing triathlons. Where He's one of those mammals that you see wearing lycra up and down the street. He shoots a ton of video. He wears the color green like there's no tomorrow. Please welcome to the show, Anton Giddy. What a great intro, Warwick. Thanks. Thanks for having me, bro. Great to be here, man. I've been following you forever and I, I see your emceeing and all your fantastic stuff out there in the world and I see you've got the studio set up. So, man, I'm excited, bro. Yeah, yeah thank you for being here. It's great. Hey, um, so I'm going to start as I do. Well, I should say a bit of background. You're, you're a, a, a consultant coach around leadership, resilience, and um, moving up that ladder from, okay, I'm a bit resilient. I'm getting into leadership. I'm making rapport happen and, and I'm speaking and engaging more with my peoples. So that's sort of uh, what you're doing. So tell me, how do you define success? Mate, I really think it's about achievement with fulfillment. So we talk a lot in our business about the word happiness and about a lot of leaders, want, they chase the, the thing, the goal. There, you know, and We've all got our goal cards and you know all that sort of stuff. And, I get all that, and and I know that you, a lot of us, you you may be the same, have had the experience where you hit a goal or you hit a, a financial point in your business, and you go, "You was that it?" And it's sort of like you know, it's not as good as I thought it might be, or it hasn't made me as happy as I thought it might be. And and I think achievement with fulfillment is success because it creates some happiness and it creates something in your life, not just a finance, not just a, a goal, not just a, another triathlon. Like, you know, you've got to enjoy these things. And you've got to really unpack in your heart why you're doing the stuff that you're doing so that the stuff matters and that it actually adds emotionally to your life. Achievement, fulfillment, happiness, success. Cool. Hey, um, so I'm really interested with that definition of success and that how that applies to your life. Like you do triathlons and marathons and whatever else. Personally, I can't think of anything worse. There'd be no fulfillment there. There'd be a dead body lying on the ground. <laughs> You'll be amazed. You'd be amazed what you could achieve. Yeah. <laughs> what gets you coming back to do this? Because I see this. I've got a couple of friends who do this kind of stuff. And they, 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 you can see that look in their eyes. There's an addiction element going on there. <laughs> and they're away. What <laughs> What is it that keeps you doing? And I'm sure it's the same thing that keeps people either making the next $100,000 or going up the next, you know. So it is that there's a hook there. So for you, what is that hook? The finish line. 
So it's it's bizarre thing, Warwick. When you finish a, let's say, a, so we do triathlons of all distances and some finish in an hour and some finish in 10 to 12 hours at Ironman level. And there's this thing that happens when you cross the finish line of exhilaration, of just absolute euphoria that is sort of addictive and that if you could bottle that up and you could have that for all your life, you'd be unstoppable, right? And I actually don't like the train. Like I've been in the gym this morning for an hour and um, I'll go swimming at nine this morning because I haven't got much on then. And, and it'll be eight sessions for the week and uh, 10 sessions for the week, actually two a day this week. And I don't like, the, I, I really don't enjoy training. Training is like, I don't think I'd get off the couch, man, if there wasn't a race to do. Do you know what I mean? Like it's only the race. I only train for the races so that I get that probably two to five minutes of euphoria at the finish line. And I get to, to do it with great buddies and I love training with other people. And I, you know, I'm probably the true extrovert where I'm energized by other people. And so I think it's twofold probably now that I think about it, the finish line and I, I guess the people that I do it with. So, and it is addictive. You get to the point where it's pretty addictive. And, and I think, I think we become a bit of a messiah for a message. You know, like you want to, you want to, I say leaders, healthy body, healthy mind. And, you know, my life was complete one day when I got to go and do a professional speaking engagement around Ironman triathlon. Tell us what it's like to do an Ironman triathlon. I said, shit, yeah. And so I, I didn't have to work again after that ever when I could put my passion with my work. And so, um, so yeah, it's, it's one of those things that it sort of gives you so much, this sport. It's, it's a crazy thing. And it's, you know, the Ironman brand, like, I, you know, and you sort of got to live the, live the, you know, we all live the brand and I don't have the tattoo, but um, yeah, you just live it and you become absorbed in the lifestyle and um, yeah, it gives you so much back. It's, it's really interesting, isn't it? I, when I was at uni, a friend of mine wanted to do that uh, Murray River canoeing marathon for Red Cross, which is something like 400 kilometers or something. And I remember him almost in tears uh, halfway through going, don't ever let me do this again. And then in the car on the way back home from Melbourne, he's like, oh, I'm so looking forward to next year. And he, he did it another like six, seven, eight times. So how do you translate that feeling, which is what you're explaining with your, your triathlons, et cetera. How do you then translate that into to your work or the rest of your life? Oh, Warwick. Mate. It's never about the next event. Like, so for me, I've got the next year planned out of triathlons. And so I, um, I, you know, next weekend I've got a race. Four weeks after that I've got a race. I've just signed up for a race in Vietnam where um, I'm trying to qualify for the World Championships this year, which is in Hawaii at Half Iron, uh, sorry, in Taupo, New Zealand. So just across the ditch. So, and that's in November. See, it's never about the next goal. And, and a lot of people make this mistake, and I see this in both business and in sport. People focus so hard on that, that you know, the six-figure coach thing. That was a big thing for a while. They get to the 100 grand, and they stay there. And you, you might have experienced this in your life too. Not only we talked about before achievement and fulfillment, you hit this goal, but then you don't know how to go to the next level because you haven't got that planned yet. You haven't got that out in your memory, out in your vision and your future. And so triathlon's the same. Like 
you need the next two or three years worth of events coming up. It's, there's a couple that I do every year and I've done 12 straight, like your mate who did that Murray River. And I want to do, I, my goal is 30 of them, you know, 30 straight. Every March, about 15, 16, which is the weekend, you know where I'm going to be. I'm going to be on the Mooloola for sure doing a try. So, you know, you've got to know that in advance. You've got to sort of always be looking forward. It's not about, it's really not about the next month. It's about the next five, 10 years. And a lot of business owners actually, they think they've got that long-term view. They just don't think deep down in their heart of hearts that some of them aren't in it. For, maybe they've got an exit strategy. They don't want to build their business and sell it in, in, in a year or two. And that's cool. It just, I just see a really short-term focus a lot of times, even with senior people, where they're really day-to-day instead of long-term. Does that make sense? So how do you balance that of, I need a long-term view with shit changes so often? Like, and, you know, you'll do a three-year, five-year plan, and mm-hmm. then two weeks later, something happens, and that's all out the door now. So how do you balance that? How do you balance that long-term planning with, also being able to be flexible enough or agile enough to be reactive to what's going on around you? Oh, what a great question, man. So oh, this is never, ever without an arm shot for me. And um, so we've got our fives and we've got our ones and we've got our one month. So you've sort of got to be able to break everything right down. How often do you refer to the business plan? Because uh, for those who are listening, he's, the, he's waving around his business plan so that it, um, it's always in arm's length. Arms with one month goals and and five year goals and the, the one year goals. So how often do you refer to it? Because I know, like for me, when I first started business, I wrote this massive business plan, as everyone said, a thirty five page, fifty pages, which I knew at the time. I'm like, I'm never going to look at this again, and consequently never did. So, how big is the business plan? How often do you look at it? How often do you update it? It's a great question, and I got the same advice when I was um, going into business. And I gave the same advice because I started off as a business consultant. You got to have a business plan. And I get all that jazz. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And um, when you look at this, though, I, it's probably more about goals than planning. And it's about activity more than outcome. Um, it's about an accountability thing. How often do I refer to it? At least weekly. So we've got our board of advisors meeting on Monday nights. Um, and so we report against this and like, it's probably when you, if you looked at this, you go, well, that's not a business plan. What it is, is it's really a roadmap, I guess, for the next year. And so I've written it in such a way that it makes sense. It's a calendar of events. So for example, these are the events we're doing this year. So we've done our leadership workshop in January. We've got the public speaking workshop. Then we're going to do, is that the executive athlete? I haven't even got that far. Oh, that's influencer, then executive athlete. So it's really... You know, it's just something that um, I can use really just to to know what I'm doing for the rest of the year and to hold us accountable. And that might even change. So Alison and I were talking yesterday. So we had a client who wants us, we did a leadership program last week. So we did a two-day and, um, and that was really successful. And that business wants to do another two programs this year or in, in short succession. So... We'll probably do that publicly and invite other people, which that client won't mind. And, and like you said before, when things change, you've got to be able to flex and adapt a little bit. So that'll move around a little bit, right? And I, I won't print that out again. I'll probably just scribble on it. And that's, the, that's the, the value of having something that's a little bit dynamic and not so structured and rigid. And, and whatever you do, 
and this is my advice out there to businesses, whatever you do, don't just Google a business plan. Start from scratch and do it your way and write a business overview rather than a plan because all of that crap on the internet and all that, you know, that rigidity that goes with it, um, it's, so, it's so unuseful. It's the kind of thing that you write because banks want it or you think that a bank might want something and they only want to, do, to shove it in a file to cover their bum. They don't care. That's right. And for them to put their hand on their heart and say, well, this bloke knows what he's doing or this female knows what she's doing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And knowing full well, no, we don't. you've got no idea what you're going to do. But it's, it's... We still, you and I still don't know what we want to be when we grow up. Or... Growing up's not going to happen. That's, I've, I'm never growing up. Me either, bro. Me either. And so with these businesses that you're working with and you're doing a lot of stuff around that, that, that leadership sort of uh, uh, element, what are the key things that, that you see lacking? What are the key parts of leadership that, that listeners can go, okay, here are the two or three things that I can just grab onto and start focusing on those things? Um, great question. So the first one would be, and this is out there, so this is a bit unique. We used to say, so IQ is 20% of your success or your results, which we know. So there used to be a, a myth, and I'm going to call it a myth, that EQ was the other 80%. Now we know that it's more about AQ, which is our adaptability quotient, instead of EQ, because AQ takes care of the EQ anyway. If we can adapt to other people, if we can adapt to situations, if we can adapt to changes in the business environment. So number one is, as a leader, understand adaptability and understand that AQ is the most important skill of the future. It's the most important skill for a team member and it's the most important skill for a leader because businesses are changing. As we know, the world knowledge base increases every day or every week or whatever. And how do you keep up with that? You can't. So we've got to adapt enough so that our businesses are relevant. If you're doing the same thing you were 10 years ago, you're not probably in business still as we all know. So adaptability quotient, huge, huge, huge. I'm starting to get asked to speak more about that um, more and more, which is good. Um, I'm gonna say care factor leadership again, woo woo. It's a big thing for us that we say to people as a leader, no matter what you're doing, go into it with the right intent to do no harm. Now what I mean by no harm is don't, is, is help not hinder. Guess what? You've got to have the robust conversations. You've got to make the tough decisions. You've got to be a strong leader. You've got to take charge. You've got to, you've got to want people to follow. Your people have got to want to walk over broken glass for you. I get all that. And at the same time, they've got to do it for the right reasons, not because they're fearful of retribution or they're fearful of consequences. So care factor lead, so AQ, care factor leadership. Then I think the last one is probably all the stock standard stuff, like your vision or your uh, your strategy. Oh, actually, no, I'm going to change that a little bit, if it's okay. We're, we're nothing if not adaptable here, so yes, that's okay. <laughs> that's AQ. Here's the thing. The five pillars of public speaking. Become an awesome public speaker and orator. AQ, um, and care factor leadership, and work on your public speaking so that you can actually uh, have an impact impact on more people than one so that when you've got a group in front of you you can communicate your message and you can make a difference to more than one person 
and, and I've always said, you might be the smartest person in the world, but if you can't get your idea across, you're no different than the dumbest person in the world. It's, it's, I was working with some PhD students who were just like whip crack smart. Like they were just phenomenal. The stuff they knew English was a second, if not a third language for them. And, you know, for them to try and get a grant was going to be almost impossible because they could not get across what they did, what the value was, and what they were going to do with this knowledge. So being able to communicate is so important. Communicate to care and connect, we say, no matter who you're talking to, care and connect. Hey, um, I've got to wrap it up pretty soon, but I just want to ask, what's, what's the future hold for you and your business? Obviously, there's a truckload more triathlons coming up. <laughs> um, but what is the future hold? What are, what are some of the key things that you're excited about? public workshops for it. So we've done a lot of corporate work for the last 10 or 15 years and it's time to take this to the masses now. It's time to really reach out and it's time to, to grow our business and grow our reach because we know we've got, you know, none of our programs are the same. We've got like a thousand of these things and I deliberately never, ever do the same program twice, ever because each audience is different, each client's different, each session's different, and each program's different. So we tailor, 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 tailor. And when you're in the public space, people will say, you talk about tailoring, but now you're gonna go out to the public with a stock standard course, well, we're not. Because we talk to every single client, and we make sure we know what they want. And we know, I, I, you know, you get to know people individually, because I care about their outcomes. And it's never about the presenter, as you know, it's only about the audience. You can ask the presenter how they felt the session went, and I'll say great every time. At the end of the day, at the end of the day though, if the audience don't go away with a life-changing experience, the presenter hasn't been successful. And so um, public work, in answer to your question, man, we go on public. So we each month this year we're gonna do one public workshop somewhere. So we've done our leadership one, it's public speaking in February. I think we'll do influence a business. That one there, I'm just not sure which, what that's going to look like. Then the executive athlete. I'm going to actually do the executive athlete. So that for the mammals, we're going away on a mammal weekend. We're going mammal for the weekend. CEOs. The first session's on a bike where you're riding along with headsets. You're talking to them. The next session, we're going running. I'm talking to them. The, I'm interested to see how the swim leg's going to go. <laughs> we stand at the end of the pool yeah, yeah, you stand again, do a presentation, do 10 laps, right? Do a little bit more, that's your exercise. Yeah. You're right. Well, that sounds superb, Anton. That sounds like there's a whole lot going on. If people want to get in touch and find out more about you, and I also know you've got a really cool little ebook on your website they can download, um, what, uh, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Mate, um, anton at theguineagroup.com.au is the email address, anton at theguineagroup.com.au. And of course, therefore, the website is theguineagroup.com.au, T-H-E-G-U-I-N-E-A-G-R-O-U-P, as in puppy or pig, preferably puppy or the, the guinea, theguineagroup.com.au, um, or 0418 Give us a call. The phone's always on, 0418 Excellent. Hey, Anton, thank you so much for your time today. That was great. Thank you too, bro. It's been really great, Warwick. It's been a real pleasure to actually be in chatting here with you so thank you for having me absolute pleasure you've been listening to another episode of the get more success show and i look forward to your company next time
Thanks for listening to the Get More Success Show with Warwick Merry. Continue the conversation with other successful people over at getmoresuccess.com. That's where you'll find all the show notes as well as a link to our Facebook group that we'd love for you to join. Getmoresuccess.com is also where you'll find all the information you need to connect with me, your host, Warwick Merry. Thanks for listening, and until next time, enjoy your success.